Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host, Sri Ayer. Today I have with me Sri M. R. Venkatesh, and as all as all of you know, he's an author, he's a TV commentator, and he's also a lawyer now. And he, we're going to make him wear his legal hat as well as perhaps um, other hats as required to help us understand today's uh, verdict on the Gyanwapi Mosque. What was the reason for the High Court to take it up again? And will things proceed now? And what lies ahead? So, MRB, Namaskaram and welcome to P. Guru's channel. Namaskaram, Namaskaram. Uh, it's a pleasure, Mr. Ayer. Last time I was on your show on the National Airline Matter, I think yes. we broke all records in a sort. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I hope this time we will do the same thing. Uh, it will be... Yes. Uh, probably uh, once again uh, for us. Uh, as far as the subject goes, uh, I think this has been a very uh, passionate one for me uh, because uh, Article 1 of the Constitution of India says India that is Bharat. Hmm. Now, what is this Bharat? Hmm. And when did it come about and is it synchronous with uh, uh, India? India matter come about on 15th August 1947 when Panditji read out his tryst with destiny speech. Mm. But Bharat is an ancient land. Right. And what is it? How do you how do you define Bharat and what does it what does it imply? Bharat implies probably places like Yanavapi, uh, the the, uh, the the great Shiv's uh, stall, uh, Vishnath Mandir. Uh, it signifies Ayodhya, it signifies Mathura, it signifies uh, uh, Madurai, it uh, signifies uh, Tirupati. This is what is Bharat all about. Uh, India may be LIC, India may be BHEL, India may be Indian Railways, India may be Air India. But uh, Bharat is something too, too big and, uh, and in, a, in a time span it goes beyond centuries, eons. Uh, you, and in, far, in fact, our time scale, we don't even know. In fact, uh, I was reading somewhere that uh, we all know that the earth goes around the sun. Uh, probably in say, second standard, third standard, we have been taught that the sun is the central part in the solar system and the heliocentricity of the sun has been taught. But I did not realize very late till a few years back that the sun also revolves around the galaxy. There is a galactic year. Right. And probably where the sun is today, uh, probably 220 or 420 million years ago, I don't exactly know the number, the dinosaurs were roaming. <laughs> you can right, understand. Right, right, right. That time scale, probably a Hindu can probably appreciate. And we understand what is a galactic year. Now, these are all things that makes Bharat. And now, to say that Bharat should be de-alienated from India, and we should start it on a clean state. In fact, the three strands of thought that uh, permeates our political discourse, one is the liberal one, which uh, accepts that there is something called Bharat, but does not want to go beyond tokenism of accepting uh, Bharat and say, let us start with a clean state somewhere around 1947. This is the Nehruvian thought. The second thought is the Marxian thought that all of us in this, society, in this part of the world are still uh, uncivilized, and we have to go through the Marxian way of uh, civilization through uh, continuous revolutions. This is a Marxian way. And we have no good and we are we are still brutal and we are still uh, evolving. 
The third one is probably the more nascent and probably the uh, long-standing but yet nascent one, which is what has been resurrected by Lal Krishna Advaniji. And this is what we call as the Hindutva. This is what is the idea of Savarkar. This is the idea of, say, even Mahatma Gandhi to a very large extent. This would be the idea of Bharat, wherein we have got roots to our ancient land, ancient time. And one of the important pieces of geography which has got links to the ancient is that of the Shiv Mandir or the Vishwanath Shiv Mandir at Kashi. So this Kashi Mandir uh, was destroyed, dilapidated, it was uh, annihilated, it was run over, you may call it whatever happened at the time. But by Aurangzeb is supposed to have done it uh, incalculable harm to the pristine glory of this temple. And a mosque was set up on the ruins of this particular temple. And we accommodated, we typically, uh, our forefathers were compelled to accommodate and we did accommodate. For last 400-500 years, we accommodated this and we took a very small portion outside of the mosque and continued to pray to Lord Vishwanath, winding our way through the gullies and the uh, you know, small lanes and used to, you know, go to the holiest of uh, shrines of the Hindus and pay our obeisance, our prayers and come back so very happily that we have gone and touched Lord uh, Vishnu, little realizing that this is not the original uh, place or the place has been taken over and you look around, you see a very imposing mosque. Now somebody has gone to the court and said that, look, there are Hindu idols even now inside of the mosque. There is a shivling, there are walls with uh, uh, Hindu uh, uh, idols, Hindu gods and goddesses, idols, lotus. I don't know whether that lotus is symbolic or whether it is uh, something else. I, I, I'm getting away from the political debate. There is a Nandi over there. So this, there are some petitioners who wanted this whole thing to be uh, opened up for Hindu prayers. So the court wanted a videography uh, to be done and had appointed a commissioner. The, the Muslim side obviously was not too pleased and they did not want the commissioner to enter the mosque and do the videography. Uh, you wanted to say something, sir? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I was just coughing, but I wanted to ask you one question. Yeah. If, if, there, is a, if there is a mandir underneath the mosque, then, according to Islam, mosques are not supposed to be constructed on top of any other structures. Shouldn't the Muslims be more proactive and say, look, this is wrong and we, we will give this thing voluntarily. I'm trying to understand the Muslim in Bharat uh, MRV. They want to eat the cake. They want to have it too. And this irrational behavior where the history of Kashi belongs to both religions. In fact, to also the, the Christians the Sikhs, everybody. When is this simple thinking going to permeate into the minds of everyone? Yeah, we will come to the uh, mindset later, but let me tell the facts so that the viewers yeah. who are watching may come abreast with the facts. So the advocate commissioner, when he entered, they said, you cannot enter this place, you cannot videograph. So there was so much of stonewalling that was going on. And uh, matters came to the court and the court has ruled that the advocate commissioner can go and take videographs, he can photograph, he can 
the man whom they alleged was uh, uh, biased uh, was uh, that that bias issue has been ruled over and the same gentleman who is the advocate commissioner he'll go and do the videography and submit the report probably on 17th if my memory serves right that is what the report also the, the order of the court said now the issue is why is the muslim community so aghast or so uh, petrified about this thought about videography now it is obvious that uh, cameras will not lie now once you have the cameras and once you have the videography once you have the photography once you have all these evidences and probably this will be available in the uh, youtube channels in in various social media uh, uh, posts of various uh, celebrities that they are going to point out what is there inside the mosque you will be surprised the mosque will love now the whole idea of muslim uh, prayers is that it must be without idols and here you have shivling you have nandi who have uh, this goddess and that goddess now it is going to create a huge flux war even within the muslim community as to whether this is a mosque the second thing as you very rightly asked this is not going to be the end you go to mathura in fact mathura is at another uh, wart on our lovely face an ugly wart on our lovely face called bharat where a huge mosque not more than a couple of feet away from the temple an imposing mosque stands on krishna janmasthan and uh, when you enter the janmasthan you are first you are you are touched by the police you are seen to that there is no nothing that you carry is uh, inflammable or uh, contains any potential uh, uh, potential damage all these things are checked before you go to a holy site and you have so many guards so many police so many people lati wielding automatic weapon wielding policemen all across so you you ask a question did our forefathers who fought for the uh, independence fought for this independence which is uh, of this nature or they wanted to have the pristine glory restored this is a question 1947 was fought when mahatma gandhi himself several times said i will get you ram rajya he did not say secular rajya he did never say that i will get you socialist secular, secular democratic republic of india he said ram rajya and ram rajya was what uh, captured the you know imagination of the people that is why people rushed and gave their life they gave everything men gave their life at the, uh, the at the peak of their youth not because to have uh, the same continuation of gyanavapi uh, uh, mosque on top of vishwanath mandir some other mosque abetting the krishna janmasthan i i i am fully with you sir that the muslim community must do a complete introspection not only of krishna janmasthan or the gyanavapi mosque as they call it i think they must also do an introspection of around 39997 other places in the aggregate it is around 40000 mosques have been built on hindu temples in the last 400 500 years so the muslim community must as a piece of atonement and also adhering to their own tenets of islamic uh, laws come forthwith and and come forward forthwith and tell the hindu community we are sorry we have occupied your land our islam does not allow us to continue prayers in such places where there are idols either in the wall or beneath the uh, uh, floor 
so we 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 feel that we should not do this both in interests of national unity and also in terms of pristine islamic uh, requirements we voluntarily come forward and offer you this 40000 places of worship and we will receive we will we will build islam will allow us to build mosque elsewhere but these 40000 places we not only give it back to the hindus we will destroy the uh, present structures which are there and we will also come forward to build temples which were destroyed so that is how nations are being built that is how nations will be built in 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 a calibrated uh, structured manner so this is what the muslim comment i i if i were a muslim i would have said this is what should be done and if if this is not being done unfortunately what will happen is the law of the land see finally you are going to have evidences finally you are going to have cameras finally you are going to have advocate commissioners what happens in kashi is a precursor for the balance 39998 uh, places everywhere you are going to have advocate commissioners going in videographing and you will have once minor evidences that is enough and that will dynamite the whole area if not physically figuratively at least so we are now now in a in a situation where where uh the, the floodgates have been opened and 39998 places of worship apart from kashi vishwanath is up for grabs the muslim community will do a great favor to itself by handing over all of them to the hindus now i saw somebody asking about the places of worship act and whether the, that will come as an uh, hindrance sir i can tell you one thing the places of worship act section 3 and section 4 now first thing it is an enactment of the parliament and if the parliament feels it can it can repeal the law that is point number 1 assuming for it is not a constitutional provision it is basically an enactment of the parliament and parliament at its own will can uh, repeal the law the second argument is the places of worship act says that we will maintain status quo or the uh, the religious character of a place of worship as of 15th august 1947 will have to be preserved now what is the religious character of a particular place now take the gyanavati mosque for instance is it hindu or is it muslim and if it is muslim where does the shivling come in where does nandi come in where does the idols of uh, idols of any gods or goddesses come in so if that has to be determined first before we use even this particular enactment of course this enactment is far more complex i don't want to go into it in a very short time but suffice if i would say that places of worship act will not come as any sort of a deterrence to this particular national movement the third thing is very important and i think this is this is very very crucial which we should not miss in any particular debate the nation that at least substantial chunk of the nation has turned hindutva substantial chunk of the nation do not want this nehruvian brand of secularism a good portion of north india i would even say a good portion of uh, north and central india do not want to hear any nonsense called secularism they want they want bharat to be resurrected and restored now that is the will of the people and not only that is the will of the people that is democracy at work so the government of the day both at the state and the center whichever state they are 
must ensure that the will of the people are taken to a logical conclusion so if if it requires an enactment at the parliament level so be it if it requires enactment at the state level so be it we must ensure that we must reflect that the current flow of history must reflect the will of the people the will of the people is supreme in a democracy so these are the three major points that i would like to put it across to you mr ayer thank you so much i think we are hearing things that perhaps people have not looked at because everybody was very narrowly focused on what can be done what cannot be done what can be opened what can be looked at the basement all that stuff but the you you know given us the 360 degree picture from a 20000 foot level i think many of us have not covered the length and breadth of india i tell you guys i have done this thing a couple of times thus far and the difference south of windias and north of windias is stark i'm telling you it's stark there's not a single temple in the north that i could see which was a thousand years old whereas you come to uh, tamil nadu 100 kilometers even sometimes less than that kanchipuram is city of temples temple after temple jain temple buddhist temple shiva temple vaishnava temple every flavor of vaishnavism everything is there and everything goes back hundreds of years so this Yeah, thousands, thousands too. Yeah, like uh, Tiruvannur, that uh, temple that is uh, what is the name of the deity uh, there? Marutishwara. Marutishwara temple is supposed to be uh, you know as old as Ramayana or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't exactly remember, but it's one of the oldest temples ever built. And and uh, so so what I'm trying to say is this difference in the denial of places of worship north of the Vindhyas is a cruel, cruel. uh you know act of uh, uh, you know uh, invaders on on it's a, it's and a, this is the it is a it is a byproduct of islamic invasion that yes, unfortunately yes. our northern brothers and sisters have been uh, have been taken away from their cultural roots and civilizational evidences that that there were great temples at kashi mathura and uh, ayodhya and several other places probably a few have been resurrected we are now trying to do in this part of our generation is trying to build rama temple the pre- previous generation did of course of somnath but i think we have to we have to believe that we have a 40000 temple target yes this is yes. A, this is the this is the balance sheet of the islamic rule what we lost to the islamic rule was 40000 temples north of india and good portion also in south of india but not not uh, luckily south of india has escaped because of geography right yes yes and and also i i tell all my muslim brothers and sisters up until 1905 you all were also doing pitrutarpan you were remembering your forefathers every year you did the tarpan you had 99% hindu not that you are not hindu today you have done this thing don't try to say that i am different therefore i am special no all are equal and we all come from the same dna so there is this this this, this logic is is not going to hold good why i am really pain today mrv is one more kashmir pandit has been killed in the kashmir valley which oh. world are these people living in i am telling you india as a mainland is supplying a lot of food to kashmir valley they need to start looking at some of these options you behave in a barbaric manner we are going to start acting on some basics i i i am i am i am for that sorry if i am being coming across strong 
not a single precious life should be lost. It's very sad. Absolutely. Anyway, back, back to Jan. Jan yeah. Sir, sorry, yeah. sir. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Please finish what you're no, saying. No, you are, you are, let us go back to the temples. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so my my recollection is I walked by this mosque and people will say hushed in hushed tones that this is where the real thing is and so on. So the Nandi is sitting facing the Lingam, but the Lingam is under water, right? I mean, is it the water coming in from the Ganges and going or is it something deliberately uh, put inside the water? What is your recollection? Uh, where? In uh, Vishnath temple? Yes, yeah, the original Gyanwapi. Yeah. No, 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 in the in the Kashi Vishwanath, which I visited a couple of years back, I, I could see the uh, linga very uh, dry, and uh, of course the Nandi was there, and we could see all those things. So uh, I have no issues about the existing structure, and I am not even about the Gyanapi mask. Uh, what I am into is that there are forty thousand such structures which may require court intervention, and what is being done at the Gyanavapi mosque or what they call as the Gyanavapi mosque is basically a precursor of what is going to happen in the next few years. And today there was also a, a simultaneous petition in the Allahabad bench of uh, Allahabad High Court wherein uh, the request was to open the gates of certain rooms inside uh, Taj Mahal. I don't know what happened. They postponed it to 2 p.m. and I have not seen any further reports in any of the website. Probably tomorrow when I go to the uh, court uh, orders, I will I will be able to lay my hands. But the issue here is every such temple, every such uh, structure which was built during the medieval times, during the Mughal period, has something which was destroyed. They did not create something original. They destroyed something. And to tell us that they have dominated us politically, they have created these structures. Please let me give you a uh, fascinating insight about temples. Our temples are not places of worship per se. They yes. are they are cultural congregation. There are people who come and do uh, pujas. There are people who come and do marriages. There are people who come and uh, tonsure their heads, uh, you know, for some uh, something that they have prayed or uh, or uh, achieving their beliefs. So there are so many things that goes into a temple. In some temples, you see that there are some uh, people who have attained even jiva samadhis over there. In some temples, you don't get it at all. So our temples are a, are a kaleidoscope of emotions. It is not a, a place of prayer. So that is why in all these temples, whenever there were, it is not that India was attacked or India did not see war till say the Mughals or the Muslims came in. Even before that, we used to have wars. Even before that, we used to have people conquering other kingdom. But at no point of time, Whenever one king entered another king's domain and captured that uh, kingdom, was the places of worship ever attacked? Pla the places of worship being attacked, innocents being attacked, women being raped, children being maimed, men being taken as slaves, is all a horror story of the medieval India. When the Mughals started coming in or the Muslims invaders started coming in. Before that, there used to be war. War used to go on somewhere in the outside of the town and people, the Chatriyas used to fight. And people used to win and they used to lose and they used to go on. And the local population was never ever uh, bothered about happenings. So it was like Rama Anda and Ramana Anda. You know, I don't care because for me, my temple is sacrosanct. My temple will not be at, at, you know, attacked. My puja, my uh, Devata will never be attacked. But once the Mughals started coming in, 
it was barbarism that was let loose temples which were places of cultural uh, 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 highway what i will call it is a cultural highway where people used to demonstrate their science their technology where people used to perform arts where they used to uh, have religious discourses all that was uh, put an end to by this barbarism so we are not only physically building temples back we are also trying to redraw our uh, cultural roots we are trying to trace our cultural roots back civilization how we have progressed and that is why no nation can uh, uh, can afford to forget its history if it forgets to uh, forgets its history it is damned so it is very important that what is happening in janavati must be held as a precursor for what is going to happen across india and in this i would only beg the muslim community to also join in this endeavor they should not stall it as you very rightly said mr ayer they must voluntarily come and say look we are sorry we have occupied this we are illegal occupants of this particular uh, uh, piece of uh, real estate we, we it's not ours it's actually our forefathers have done it and they have done it with some malicious intent we are sorry for it please take over we don't want this 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 part of largest or uh, large heartedness from the muslim community will do a great deal of nation building in this country otherwise i see we are in for a tremendous confrontation and this will put the muslim community back not the hindu community yes indeed i, I completely agree with you uh, mrv now let's say that the photographs are going to be taken and then uh, the court is submitted with all the documentation what do you think is going to happen next the next few steps see one should never second guess what will happen in a court because courts can take u turns faster than in chennai auto rickshaw so <laughs> the, the, the one who puts the right indicator and then puts the left hand out and goes straight and takes a u turn <laughs> so now coming to our issue uh, it's most likely that the courts have seen through the game of stonewalling by the muslim community and they they know that this this uh, filibustering will not be allowed to be continued and they have rightly said that the commissioner advocate commissioner must go and fix his uh, uh, job and complete his assignment and give the report i think they have fixed a date of 17 so if everything goes well i don't think it's more than an hour's job all that they have to do is to go and take videography of various places photograph of various places probably a couple of hours tomorrow or day after they may do it and on 17 which is tuesday they may in all probability submit the report when they submit the report i'm sure we will get a complete glimpse of what is inside certain locked rooms walls uh, certain corners certain certain open spaces uh, floors markings roofs everywhere the so called janabapni mosque now operates we will come to know how much of idols are spread over that uh, particular uh, construction and if everything goes well even the basement will be seen open basement uh, or i think the today's order says you go and take a, a complete survey of everything and once it comes out in the public domain i am sure all hell will break loose the muslim community itself will find it against its own tenets of islam to continue offering prayers in the same mosque and if they continue to do so they must hold themselves accountable as idol worshipers and if they don't do it 
they must hand over the mask. So there are only two choices for them: that they have to break their own code and continue to pray in the mosque and say that we will, we are also idol worshippers, or they must say we are not idol worshippers, so we hand over the mosque to you. So they are now in a very, very uh, embarrassing situation, and I hope the only way they can come out of the embarrassment is to hand over Ganavapi mask to the Hindus peacefully. Now, um, there's also, um, you know, two or three things that uh, are very, very curious about our temples, which is why these temples were considered sacred. To my uh, recollection, MRV, the Somnath Temple, the Sun Temple in Konark, and the Chidambaram Nataraja Temple, in all these three things, the Murti actually floated because of the arrangement of magnets. And I believe uh, in Somnath, the Lingam used to also turn all the time. So it was considered, I mean, that was the kind of power that these guys had done. They, they knew the physics of how to, you know, make an object float. And, and I would, I'm, I'm really keen when India is going to start doing some of these things to our temples. Because, you know, idol worship will become cool if you can show these things. And, yes. and uh, it, it is something that is, you know, it's, it's doable. You just have to go back to your Shastras. There are a lot of written documents that can be read to understand how this was done. And, and I'm hoping that something like that would happen. I don't know. Have you been to the Konark temple in uh, uh, Konark uh, on the coast of uh, Bay of Bengal, sir? No, unfortunately, I have not got the good opportunity. Though Jagannath Puri had visited, but not okay. Konark temple. Uh, so if you go, yeah, next time you go to Konark temple, take a small magnet. Just take a small mm -hmm. magnet. See, what they did was, in order to hold the big pieces of stone together, they melted hot iron and it's a hot iron that is keeping them together. The entire structure, amazingly strong. I mean, I, I've never seen something like that. You take a, in fact, if you go to an archaeological guide, he will have magnets, he'll show you. You just, he holds it close and then it'll go and hit the thing and hold it. So it is an amazing piece of work that has been done. And, and these temples were something else. Like you said, they were the centers of culture. That's where the whole people lived. Everybody went to the temple in the morning, in the evening. There were things to do there. And, and, and I'm, I'm afraid that we need to get back to that point. That is our culture. Exactly. And that is where, that is why I said, in the temple, they demonstrated their technology so that in the worst case, nobody will attack the temple. Right. Attacking a temple was, uh, or demonstrating a te technology inside the temple was a foolproof way, according to our ancients, to keep a technology preserved. Now that was destroyed by these uh, barbarians who invaded India. Now you take uh, the Tanjavur temple, the base, the, the, what they call as the foundation is hardly six feet. Now you have such a massive structure with just six feet of uh, foundation. Not only that, every uh, employee or of the uh, Raja Raja Choda who participated in the building of the temple, his name is embossed or embedded in the stone. Not only that, every single dhobi who washed their clothes, their name is also embedded. Look at the Look at what is the large-heartedness. Look at the grand idea that constituted Bharat. It is trivialized into some sort of 
you know lics and uh, uh, bhels and uh, you know indian railways and air india you had such a thought thousands of years ago that you you allowed people to enjoy and flourish you not only allowed them to flourish you also gave them respect you not only gave them respect you also gave them individual dignity individual honor and that is how people carried on the, uh, their governance so we 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 uh, by resurrecting our temples our our ancient uh, places of worship it is not only merely a hindu muslim issue it is a civilizational issue it's a cultural issue it is the way in which we conducted ourselves thousands of years back our forefathers the manner of conducting themselves to the outside world that is what is i would love to capture yeah there are shivlings then you can say that at my house there are a couple of shivlings you can go down and just start praying that is entirely a different thing the issue is how did my forefather conduct uh, uh, their their uh, affairs worldly affairs for instance my village my village which i the the shivling in my uh, twitter handle is supposed to be called is named dharmanadeshwara named after yudhishthira and after lakshagraha it is uh, believed that panchapandavas along with their mother came to a village called ekachakrapuram where they had to kill bakasura and during that time they had visited my village and all the five of them plus the mother had installed six shivlings and all the shivlings are named after the panchapandavas and kunti dharmanadeshwara arjuna nadeshwara bhimanadeshwara nakulanadeshwara and so on and so forth and of this and this is the one this is the lord that you are seeing and this is now believed to be 5000 year old temple now this connects me to the panchapandavas this is the lord which i uh, this is what connects me to north india this is what connects me to all those, those uh, brothers of mine who are sitting across in various parts of the country and this is how i have a connect with them now to say that no this this is a small piece of uh, temple or something and there is a shivling that is destroyed and right from 1947 you start uh, uh, you know uh, maintaining your diary afresh this is not maintaining diary sir this is a civilization this is how my forefathers conducted how my kings how my sages how my rishis how my munis how my scientists how my mathematicians how my philosophers thinkers how they carried on themselves for thousands of years and and how they conducted to the outside world and the how the world was an awe of india india was not merely a jewel in the crown it was it was it was some some sort of the way our people conducted people were awestruck with every single dimension of life art science religion take anything four of the greatest religions of the earth are were born here in this great land so you to trivialize a piece of uh, uh, a pre, uh, you know uh, uh, real estate as to whether it is muslim or christian and apply places of worship act is doing a great violence to ourselves we need to think big we need to restore our civilization we need to protect our dignity we need to cognize the greatness of our forefathers all this will be done only when we restore 40 or 1000 temples but what has happened today is a good augury a good beginning and it must be carried on and all of us need to pledge that we will do whatever it takes legally peacefully honorably to restore the dignity of bharat india is merely a comma 
Bharat is the complete full stop. It is the destination point. To achieve Bharat, we, we have to do whatever it takes to ensure that we will achieve what is called as Bharat. India is a comma. Bharat is the full stop. Great words. Thank you very much, MRV. I don't believe you have any questions because we've actually taken a step back from this and looked at the big picture. And I think there is something that everybody has to think about what MRV and I shared our thoughts here. I mean, some of us have had the good fortune of being, uh, you know, taken to many temples when we were young. That's when you absorb a lot of stuff. Now we are like, you know, our time and, you know, I want to do this. <laughs> we are time bound. When we were young, there was more time on our hands. So thank you once again, MRB. I have a feeling that we're going to come back and talk about this in a few weeks time when things, you know, progress to the next day. Thank you once again. Namaskar and viewers, please like, share and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to click on the bell button. If you think you like this program, there's a thanks button where you can donate to our cause. Namaskar. Thank you very much, MRB. Thank you, sir. Thank you.